0: it's soccer saturday brought to you by honda proud to be the automotive sponsors of indy 11 by community health dream big work hard finish strong and by bet rivers official sports betting partner of indy 11 bet with a winner now here's your host greg Rakestraw.
1: Good morning to you soccer fans it is soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 the fan it is our first show from our brand new studio studios that I have been in over the years when this was the Bob Lovell network Indiana Indiana sports talk as the radio one family is all together under one roof we now have a different location the view is not as good But it's radio. You don't give a crap about my view. And for the middle of December, we have a ridiculously full show on the program. The Indy 11 announced one new signing this week. That is Aiden Stanley. Now... Things were kind of in process as there was the decision that was made that Mark Lowry and the nd 11 would go their separate ways. We talked about that last week. But there was a player signing announced this week, sometimes paperwork on these things is already in process before these decisions get made. So for those of you saying, hey, wait a minute, we're signing new players, there's not exactly a head coach yet, we know. And that will get rectified in the very near future, Aiden Stanley spent the last two years playing for Miami FC. He'll join his former and now once again teammate in Callum Chapman Page here in Indianapolis. He'll join us in the next segment of the show. Today is MLS Cup Day, and it takes place three hours from here at the Palatial Lower.com Field in downtown Columbus. Columbus Crew, LAFC. LAFC, of course, won this last year in a ridiculously bonkers match against the Philadelphia Union. We're going to give it to you from both sides. Dave Denholm is the radio voice of LAFC. There is not a more passionate voice about his team in Major League Soccer than Dave. I am thrilled that he makes his show debut coming up in a couple of segments from now. Before that, though, a guy that's been on this show numerous times before. I'm lucky enough to have two great friends that are involved with the day-to-day operations of the Columbus crew. Jonathan Smith, better known as T-Bone from 97.1 The Fan in Columbus. He will be joining us in the, not next, but the segment after that. Somehow, someway, I still have room for one more guest, and he is clearly one of our favorites. It is Devin Kerr. Of course, you now hear him on Major League Soccer. Key matchups in the USL Championship. But this weekend... He's just down the road in Louisville because he's on the College Cup call for ESPN. Oh, by the way, Notre Dame plays for a national championship against fellow ACC rival Clemson on Monday night, and Devin will join us to round out the tail end of the show. So with that, enough of me yapping. Let's get to it. Newest member of the Indy 11, Aiden Stanley, joins us next. You are listening to Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan.
2: Tullamore Dew, authentic Irish whiskey. May your team be swift in their aim, true, and may your whiskey always be Tullamore Dew. Glasses up to responsible drinking. Tullamore Dew Irish whiskey, forty percent alcohol by volume, eighty proof. Copyright 2015. Imported by William Grant Sons Inc., New York, New York.
3: At Community Health Network, we're committed to simplifying healthcare, even when it comes to paying for it.
2: Insurance is very confusing. They gave me a name and a phone number. She works over at Community. She tells me, stop worrying. Let me take care of it. I got a plan.
3: Learn more about our commitment to uncomplicating health care at ecommunity.com/slash simply delivered. Community Health Network. Exceptional care. Simply delivered.
4: As the highest performing national contractor of excellence, Gaylor Electric offers complete design-build electrical construction and 24-7 on-demand electrical support. Recognized by many world-renowned companies as one of the most forward-thinking organizations in the industry, Gaylor Electric delivers consistent excellence in innovation and quality to the customers we serve. Visit Gaylor.com to find out what it's like to rely on Gaylor Electric. Meet
0: Chip. 30 years ago, Chip started a family business with a big idea. Today, there's a new building and a new fleet of equipment. At Indiana Members Credit Union, we know Chip. We know he plans to keep growing building business with the next generation. We're here to help CHIP and you with secure and simple account management tools and commercial financing to grow business. Today, it's all about CHIP. Tomorrow, it's all about you. Because at
2: IMCU, it's you that matters. Learn more at IMCU.com. Rising 15 stories above the city's wholesale district, the Hyatt Place Hyatt House Indianapolis downtown offers a modern and lively setting in the heart of the city, within walking distance to the best attractions, so you can enjoy your downtown experience to the fullest. Stop by the Pivot Bar and Balcony with exclusive outdoor dining and space to host your next private event. Enjoy a relaxing dinner or craft cocktail on the spacious outdoor patio. Call 317-762-2013 for more information and to make your reservation today. Tullamore Dew, authentic Irish whiskey. May your team be swift in their aim true. And may your whiskey always be Tullamore Dew. Glasses up to responsible drinking. Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume 80 proof. Copyright 2015. Imported by William Grant & Sons, Inc. New York, New York.
0: As close as you'll get to the pitch without putting on the cleats. Here's 11 Minutes, presented by your Central Indiana Honda dealers. Proud to be the automotive
1: sponsors of the Indy 11. Welcome back. It is Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Obviously, when we talk Indy 11 USL Championship, our domain in terms of playoffs and regular seasons, et cetera, you can set your watch to it. Mid-March season start, mid-November season finish. The couple of weeks before that and the few weeks after that is when we talk our most major league soccer, especially When the MLS Cup final is literally less than three hours east of us on I-70. And I've got not one but two great friends that I can pester. I mean, invite on the show to talk about it. So since Chris Doran was so kind to join us about three or four weeks ago, I figured I would go to our ace uh, in the hole in this situation. He is the co-host of Common Man and T-Bone on 97.1 The Fan. Jonathan Smith is his given name, and he joins us now. Good morning, my friend. How are you?
5: Craig? I'm awesome. It's a great day for Columbus. We're all excited here. It's going to be a, uh, I mean, we're excited. We're nervous. It's it's good. We're it's good energy here in the city. So we're excited for this.
1: What were the expectations going into the season for this Columbus Crew team with with Wilfried Nancy coming in? Obviously, great track record of success in, in Montreal, but new to Columbus. What did you think this season was going to be when it first kicked off late February, early March?
5: Yeah, I mean, I I at the time thought it was very high on the move. I thought. Nancy had a really great record there with Montreal and had a weird situation with the owner that caused him to suddenly want to get out of there. And it just happened that the crew were in the market for a manager. So I liked that move, but I looked at this roster last year and thought it's pretty good. It needs some tweaks, but they went out and got Cucho Hernandez last year. Who's been a revelation at the time. They had Lucas Delray on to start the season who had won an MLS cup MVP before. And, He's an MVP type of player for the league. So I thought, you know, you get the right bit parts around. This should be a playoff team. Should have been a playoff team the last couple of years. Didn't have that happen with Caleb Porter. So coming into the season, I thought if they, if they play their cards, right, and everything goes well, maybe they could be like a top half of the East kind of team, break into that top four, get some home field advantage in the playoffs, that kind of thing. And, you know, that was like, if everything goes right, and they make some tweaks and they kind of grow as a team. So, that's where i started the season off was hopeful that they could be a pretty good team but i gotta be honest i i would i would have been pretty shocked if you told me that they're going to make mls cup i just said wow they must (laughs) have some things must have changed and i guess they did
1: all right so with that um now let's hit fast forward to end of the regular season as the three seed what do you think of this team's path and likelihood of getting to this final day
5: Uh, that, that is where it, yes, it got more real for me at that point. I, I feel like the moves they made, uh, one that kind of made a lot of waves. And I think one that went under the radar really helped this team go from being like a borderline top five team in the league or in the East to being a top two or three team in the league. Uh, and that is the move everyone probably saw was Diego Rossi, right? So at the end of the season, They bring him in over the summer after Lucas all goes away. They are not like for like replacements for each other, but Diego Rossi, when he is on his game, can be really, really effective and really good. And I thought if they have a running mate for Cucho Hernandez, Zeller before now, Diego Rossi, that's going to bode well. And I think a lot of people around the league said, all right, that's a guy who's won a lot in MLS when he was with LAFC. You know, he was paired up with Carlos Vela, which kind of ironic. That's who the opponent is here in MLS Cup, but (laughs) That it's kind of poetic how those things work out sometimes. You know how that goes in sports. But the move that I think no, I, like, I don't think most people realize how impactful it would be was bringing in Rudy Camacho, who's, you know, back there on the back line. He came in for Montreal, and that is Wilfred Nancy's guy. Like, he looked and said, I need someone who understands my system, who can run it, who knows what he's doing on that back three. And he's really short of this defense. The big problem this season for the crew was giving up late leads. And they have not had a problem scoring goals. Score the most goals in club history, most goals in MLS this year. But they could not hold a lead at times because that defense was very leaky. Rudy Camacho, since he's come in, has really made a difference over the summer. So that gave me a lot of hope going into the playoffs, those two moves. You get a few good games out of those guys, you can do a lot of things.
1: You, know, you guys know something about rivalries this time of year in Columbus um, because you guys are OGs and, and FC Cincinnati is, is is wrapping up year number five the rivalry has a cool nickname uh, that Tommy Gallerder explained to us and I immediately remembered exactly the exit as to where that barn is uh, between Col- Columbus and Cincinnati last week on the program. Just how much of a sense of rivalry is there going south? On I seventy one from Columbus, Cincinnati, it's a huge win because it got you to the MLS Cup final, and you're hosting. But the true sense of rivalry from the Columbus perspective is what with that other team from down south.
5: Oh yeah, Kentucky FC, as I like to call <laughs> them, they are finger licking bad. I guess you could say. Anyway, no, I, <laughs> I, uh, you know, we 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 like that rivalry a lot. Hell is real, is what it's called, and and yeah, for people don't know, there's a sign that. Someone put up, and it's right there on 71. So we thought that was a lot of fun. But it, man, I'll tell you, that rivalry is interesting because crew fans, we've had the Toronto rivalry, which was manufactured by the league and by the front offices. Never really had the juice that I think they wanted it to. Old, old crew fans will remember. Long-timers like me will remember. DC United knocked the crew out of Eastern Conference Finals many times in our early existence. Right, Chicago Fire were kind of a proximity rivalry but they just those are those are probably the closest we had the 2008 Eastern Conference final against Chicago was probably the biggest moment in that particular rivalry but the reality is having a team in your same state having a team an hour and a half away having a team that you know a lot of people who were calling themselves crew fans and lived in Cincinnati they may have chosen to switch over and say oh I'll root for the team in my city now so there's that familiarity with it but I think the big thing with that rivalry is the way that Cincinnati fans, some of them, the vocal ones online, who I'm sure don't represent everyone. They've kind of taken up when, you know, the whole issue with save the crew was happening and the crew being looked at as maybe they're going to get folded.
6: That, that
5: became a kind of point where those fans said, yeah, see if your team was maybe you better fans, maybe <laughs> you wouldn't have this issue. Right. So when they came in with, a thirty thousand seat stadium when they came in with all these people at, you know, Nippert where UC plays, their attitude has been, we'll show Ohio what a real soccer team is. So that that's where I think the juice is in that rivalry. That's where the the mojo is, is is crew fans say, You've been here for five minutes, calm down. <laughs> and Cincinnati fans say, You've been in here forever and we think we're better than you. As far as an atmosphere and as far as a fan base and as far as support. Those are again, I'm I'm giving you the opposite polar ends of how those fan bases are. It's not totally 100% accurate on that, but I know there are fans in both parties that feel that way, and I think that's what kind of makes the rivalry have teeth. Then you have the -the on-the-field stuff. This game, Cincinnati, if they would have won it, I think put them a little bit more on the field, on equal footing with the crew. Now you'd have a moment for the crew where they can say, gosh, that's one where they really got us. We were at our full strength. They were at their full strength. And it's just, it just didn't happen. So the Cincinnati fans can have a lot of discussion about what went wrong and all those things are true, but crew fans are going to hold that one over their heads for quite a long time.
1: So this, this may sound like a, a moronic question, but it's radio. I'll ask it anyway. The, is the bigger deal beating LAFC for the Cup, or is it beating your rival to end their season and get, and get to that championship and host it? Which of those is the bigger win for the crew if it plays out in your favor later today?
5: I mean, I can only speak for myself, but I'll say this. There is a thing to the idea that you got through this this team. Cincinnati had been the best team in the league, barring all the rivalry stuff, beating the best team in the league statistically and all those other things. That does seem like you kind of beat the final boss before the final level of the video game. You know? That doesn't mean LAFC is easy or anything like that. Just from that challenge of who they had on the field and who FC Cincinnati is... I do think that was slightly a bigger challenge for this crew team, but how it feels emotionally for each fan is going to be different. I know I put a lot of stock in winning that game. Sure. And I was thrilled to have it. The the problem is this. Crew fans have won MLS Cup before. We've seen this. We know what it's like. We're excited to have that feeling again. And so MLS Cup has been around much longer than FC Cincinnati has. So I think for a lot of crew fans, as much as you want to beat the rival – now it's like well, we've got one more game and we win the whole thing. In and in a year that I think most Crew fans didn't expect to be there at the end, they thought playoffs at best probably. So now I think that if you ask Crew fans Saturday night, they'd say this is the biggest thing ever. I think you ask them this morning, they're saying FC since a what?
6: Like
1: yeah.
5: I, I want this MLS Cup.
1: <laughs> right. They, they, <laughs> so they, they...
5: it's funny how in, in a week your focus changes as a fan. And I'm I'm guessing for the players the focus has not changed at all. They they've wanted this since day one of lacing up the boots and getting on the field
1: a couple more things let you go again my buddy jonathan smith big time indy car nerd by the way and i say that lovingly yeah uh because the last time i saw him in person was at the indy 500 uh, a couple of years ago he mike rickardotti common man a t-bone uh great afternoon drive show on 97.1 the fan in columbus joining us here soccer saturday 93.5 and 107.5 the fan as i'm looking at the standings there's all of two teams that have lost just once at home in league play this year. You're one of them. The Revs would be the other. I've been to that stadium. I know how much of a palace it is. Why have the crew been so good in their own yard this year?
5: Well, I think part of it is obvious, right? I mean it's it's a it's a tough place to play because the team inside of it is good. You know, you can sure. you can have a lot of really good atmospheres and environments, and if the team isn't any good kind of doesn't matter but i think part of what has made them feel great at home is you know yes the support that they get all those other things but you know every team likes their field a certain way and the, the crew their their grounds crew that they have and i don't mean to pun that but the people who take care of the grounds at you know lower.com field that is that's always you know in the previous stadium it's true now it's been one of the best fields in mls I think when you're familiar with that, when you're used to playing on it, it's a good thing that MLS Cup is going to be played on natural grass. I don't mean to harp on something so minor, but I genuinely think in MLS you have places like Atlanta where they play inside on turf. That's a very different game if you watch how they play than what the crew play. And if you watch even their series, they played three games. Two of them were in lower.com field. One was in Atlanta. Atlanta looked like a different team on their home field. The crew looked much better when they were at home. And that surface comes into play, I think. Now, obviously, the Nordeka plays a part, just the familiarity. But truth of the matter is, uh, you have to be brave to play in Wilfred Nancy's system. Like, he wants his players to have the ball. He wants them to be very aggressive in possession. And then as soon as they lose it, they want to high press, turn it back over, get the ball back. I think you can play with more of that confidence that you need to play in that system. When you're at home and when you've got those fans there and you know that everybody's got your back. So I think if you do risk it, get down a goal at home, it's easier to see yourself back into that game because of the support, the the, the way that team plays in front of its home fans. I think it's a confidence level they get playing at lower.com field.
1: T Bone, before we let you go, obviously Columbus is Buckeye mad. That, that and that's what it's known for. Obviously, that's almost the entirety of the state, except for that area that supports Kentucky FC, uh, as as you like <laughs> to call them. Um, so so and, and and my buddy Jonathan is not a, a a soccer media guy. He's a media guy who happens to be a very passionate and knowledgeable soccer fan. So of the fifteen to twenty hours of talk radio you are doing this week, how much was dedicated to the crew? one of the words how big of a slice of the media pie, for lack of a better term, are the crew getting this week in Cbus knowing the championships in your stadium.
5: Yeah, it's it's getting more than it normally would clearly because it's MLS Cup and because you know people gravitate to championships. One of the things that I think makes it complicated with MLS's schedule is, you know, coming right after the OSU Michigan game and then after the Big 10 championship game. There's a lot of fallout typically that happens. You had this week, for those not familiar, the starting quarterback for Ohio State Kyle McCord entered the transfer portal. Uh, so did a bunch of other guys. So those are the things that are always gonna, you know, get some some publicity, you know, in Columbus. I feel like it might be similar in a way to how often in Indianapolis your average sports talk show is talking about the Indy five hundred. It's a big deal right when it comes around, but it's not a every night of the week kind of discussion, right? I'm guessing, you know, you obviously talk a little bit more Colts week to week than that, except for the month of May. You got it. <laughs> so, so, same thing here. When we have the crew are opening up the season, when Hell is Real comes around, you know, if I'm sure next year we'll have a match with Messi. We have the All-Star Game at com Field. Those weeks we'll get a little bit more of the, the discussion. So, this week is more like that. We're getting a lot of national media now coming into the city. They've came in the last few days. So, that discussion has is really kind of taken over Thursday, Friday in this city. So we're, we're anticipating that that hopefully carries over to next week when the crew hopefully can talk about hoisting MLS Cup again.
1: I hope you are celebrating on Saturday night, my friend, and I always enjoy our conversations on the air or off. Thanks for making us smarter, buddy, and good luck against LAFC.
5: Absolutely, and I will see your fine city if not before. On that last weekend in May. Can't wait for it.
1: One of my favorite conversations, Jonathan T-Bone Smith. Again, 97-1, the fan. He and Mike Riccardotti, the common man in T-Bone. If you're driving that way or you simply care about Columbus sports, they are the ultimate authorities. Absolutely. We'll take this quick timeout. Now we'll be joined by Aiden Stanley, newest member of the Indie Let We'll get back to MLS Cup conversation with Dave Denholm, voice of LAFC. Following that, and Devin Kerr. What a lineup we have for this second Saturday in December. It's Soccer Saturday, 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan.
3: When you're dealing with a sports injury, getting back out there is the first thing on your mind. We know the feeling. Our sports medicine team cares for thousands of student-athletes across central Indiana. In addition to physicians and athletic trainers, you'll have access to experts in physical therapy, imaging, and more. And with convenient locations near you, we help make healing as simple as possible. Learn more at ecommunity.com sports. Community Health Network. Exceptional care. Simply delivered.
2: For over 60 years, Somerset CPA and Advisors has been guiding clients through the critical decisions that impact their financial health. Somerset CPAs is now CBiz, Somerset, and MHM. With more than 120 offices and 6,500 team members throughout the U.S., they're able to provide the benefits and resources of being part of a national firm. And you'll still receive the same personal attention from the same expert consultants you've come to know and trust. CBiz, Somerset, and MHM. National resources personal
4: service. As the highest performing national contractor of excellence, Gaylor Electric offers complete design-build electrical construction and 24-7 on-demand electrical support. Recognized by many world-renowned companies as one of the most forward-thinking organizations in the industry, Gaylor Electric delivers consistent excellence in innovation and quality to the customers we serve. Visit Gaylor.com to find out what it's like to rely on Gaylor Electric.
2: The goal isn't graduation day. The goal is a better every day after. It's the first day in your new career, your first pay raise, the fifth day of that week-long vacation. It's the first paid holiday home with your family, or the day of your last car payment much sooner than you thought. At Ivy Tech Community College, they don't just care about your degree. They care about your life. Ivy Tech can get you where you want to go. Get started at ivytech.edu. At Johnson Controls, they transform the environments where people live, work, learn, and play. The places and spaces that are the backdrop to the biggest moments in your life. Delivering more efficient workplaces, better patient outcomes, safer learning environments, and enhanced fan and passenger experiences. They provide the building technology, solutions, and expertise to power your mission. Johnson Controls.
0: Head. It's Soccer Saturday on The Fan, presented by Community Sports Medicine, the official sports medicine provider of the Indy 11.
1: Welcome back. It is Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. This player moves announced earlier this week. We have seen him play against the Indy 11 each of the last couple of years. This she year will be playing for the Indy 11 and hopefully for many years to come. Native of the St. Louis area, Aiden Stanley joins us now. Aiden, welcome to the show. How are you doing today?
7: I'm doing well. Thanks. Thanks for having me.
1: Uh, you and I were talking about this before the kind of the, the the interview officially started. It is not back home for you, but it is back to the Midwest. How much that kind of factor in your decision as to why Indy was the right place for you to kind of continue your career?
7: You know, it was uh, it was massive. It was a massive part of it because uh, I am very family orientated, and my parents have traveled all over the United States to come watch me uh, from at the collegiate level at Duke University to to Portland, Austin, Miami, and and now they'll definitely be here in Indy. Uh, Only four hours away or so. uh, I imagine to see them almost at every home game.
1: Obviously, as this process started, Mark Lowry was the head coach of the Indy 11. That is now no longer the case. How does that kind of affect your thoughts about playing here for the Indy 11, or, or really does it at this point?
7: Um, you know, I was taken back by it, but, you know, Indy 11 isn't just, you know, one person. It's an organization that is built from the top all the way through the players, through the staff, and into the fans. Uh, I know that someone will be itching to have the job, and I imagine they'll, they'll keep the same philosophies, tactics and structure that Mark Lowry had. So I don't think it'll be a huge change, to be honest.
1: You obviously got a former teammate that is now a teammate again. Did you pick the brain of Callum Chapman Page a lot before making this move?
7: I had I had chatted to him a couple of times, you know. Uh, it's always good to network and have those connections, especially when it's a team that you're thinking about going to.
1: What did he have to say about his experience in Indianapolis over the last half a season?
7: Uh, to be honest, nothing but the best. You know, uh, great fans, great training center, and great people, uh, and that's really what makes an organization tick. And you know, they they checked all those boxes, so you, it's nothing but the best. You
1: you, you kind of touched on a, a, the various places you had been, uh, and, and I'm gonna go back even before Duke. Again, you, you played at the famous you know Scott Gallagher Club in St. Louis, like seemingly all talented soccer players do in that area. But you also then got to play for St. Louis FC, the old USL Championship version before it became city in Major League Soccer. But you did that as an amateur before going to Duke. So you're 16, 17 years old and getting to play against pros. What was that experience like seven and eight years ago?
7: Um, looking back on it, I learned a lot more than I actually thought. You know, I learned a lot being on the field and, you know, taking notes on the field. But I really did learn a lot off the field, you know, how to be a professional, how to take care of your body, uh, the mentality you need to be a professional. Uh, because like you said, at the time, St. Louis FC was the first team and you had to take account your, your physical preparation, your mental preparation, as well as the fans, uh, because that's who you ultimately do it for. You know, they drive the club. We're just here for them. What was it like then to go from the pro ranks
1: to college, albeit at a very high level? What was that transition like from playing against pros to then playing at Duke for a couple of falls?
7: Um, It was nice, you know. It was nice to kind of put both my pedigrees into use. I've always been very academic and tried to to use my brain as much as possible. Uh, However, on the other side, um, you know, it was different going from professional – uh, albeit an amateur contract, but from going to professional to, to the collegiate level. Uh, you had to balance so many things, and you weren't really dedicated to just one. Uh, so that was one thing that maybe took me away or kind of didn't settle the best with me, and that was the dedication to to one to one craft.
1: Again, uh, newest member of the Indy 11, Aiden Stanley, joining us here on Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and, and 107.5 The Fan. I realize I'm asking this this question without there being a head coach in place, so I know it is subject to change. What do you envision your role being with this team in, in 2024,
7: Aiden? Um, honestly, I just want to have a big impact, uh, whether it be within the locker room or on the field. Uh, I want to come in and continue and drive the culture that they already have set. You know, they have they're bringing back a lot of talented and and, and amazing individuals, and I just want to fit in and further push along this group
1: Miami w- was obviously a unique place to play a great place to play but it was a unique experience I'm sure this year and I even put this like when you guys came up here which I think was Labor Day weekend, if I remember right when you played up here in Indianapolis and I said hey Miami's yep. in town and somebody goes "Messi." And I'm sure you dealt with that like every stink, you know, stinking day. You're a professional soccer player. You play here in town. You're teammate. No, what was that experience like? Being the I'm using the air quotes here, the other team in town for a few months this year.
7: Yeah, you know, to be honest, it, it didn't feel great. <laughs> um, as a professional, you always want to aspire to be, you know, to be the best and to be to be the team that people want to watch. And and you know, it took away a bit of the fire that. Uh, an organization had. Not saying that it took it all the way out, but, you know, it's, it's, it's not always nice to be known as the other team or the team that doesn't have Messi. Sure,
1: I get that. Uh, and, and for all that Ricardo Silva has invested in that franchise, ending back to the NASL or now in the USL Championship, not exactly a great amount of fans would come see you uh, a good chunk of the time down at, at FIU. But obviously the last two years you have played matches here. How much of the game day experience, the Brick Guard Battalion, was part of the motivation that fueled you to sign with this club?
7: Uh, You know, like I've already said, a club is what its fan base is, you know, because that's who drives the club. That's who puts everyone on the field and creates this whole organization. Because as a team, we're nothing without the fans. We play on Saturdays because of you. We train every day as hard as we can because of you. The fans are everything to a soccer team, to any sports organization. That is who drives us, and that is who makes us the best. Particular memories from playing road games here the last couple of years? Uh, honestly, the deflation we felt when uh, when we had played this just last past year uh, and lost 1-0. Yeah. To, hear, to hear the fans and to see, you know, to honestly to see the team like Cam Lindley to be so, you know, fired up and to see the professionalism and the mentality of these guys. Uh, and to be able to play next to them is going to be a huge, a huge feat for me because, um, like I said, I only want to drive this club further and push the culture that is already ingrained further. Uh, I'm not going to change anything. I just need to go in and keep doing what they've already started. As we're having this conversation,
1: you're a handful of days away from a big birthday. You turn 25 next week. So, so an early happy birthday to you. What you got planned, what you got lined up for next week?
7: Well, actually, I'll be turning 24 only. My bad. 25. I, no, it's okay. I'm not that old yet. <laughs> um uh, Honestly, I'll just be spending it with uh, with my family. Uh, nothing too big playing. I believe it's on a Wednesday, and I think a nice dinner's in store uh, and just cherishing time with them. Uh, it's been a long time coming, and I've been away for – for a while so it's been nice to to be here especially around the holiday time yeah save the big plans for you
1: turn 25 not the one we were turning 24 there yeah a- exactly Aiden
7: Stanley kind enough to join us and again we
1: welcome you to Indianapolis forward to meet you in person real soon welcome to the Indy 11 and thanks for the time today
7: thank you I can't wait to be there
1: Aiden Stanley, kind enough to join us. And obviously, as player slash coach news develops, we'll have more for you here on Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan, it's MLS Cup final day. Dave Denholm, I'm looking forward to this conversation for a while. We've never had him on the show. He'll join us next. Devin Kerr after that. If it wasn't for those those Pacers being so gosh darn good, maybe we would like push into the 10 o'clock hour. But I'm sure Pat Boylan is as giddy for his show as I am for mine. So with that, to break we go. Soccer Saturday returns next, 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan.
2: Tullamore Dew, authentic Irish whiskey. May your team be swift in their aim true. And may your whiskey always be Tullamore Dew. Glasses up to responsible drinking. Tullamore Dew, Irish whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume 80 proof. Copyright 2015. Imported by William Grant & Sons, Inc. New York, New York. Indy 11 is teaming up with official apparel partner Puma to help you only see great. Great can be anywhere. It's the promise you make to yourself to never look back and never back down. The Spectra Pack from Puma embraces greatness with brilliant graphics inspired by bands of refracted color. Create moments that give meaning to the sport from the club season to the finals of international championships. Look around you, look inside you, and only see great. The Spectra Pack is available now on Soccer.com.
8: Hello, soccer fans.
6: This is Jeremy Abley from Indiana University. For championship real estate expertise in the metro area, Nino Berticelli is my go-to guy. Indiana is my home, Nino is
9: my homeboy.
0: Follow Nino is my homeboy on Facebook for free ticket opportunities to every Indy 11 home game. That's Nino, N-I-N-O, at ninoismyhomeboy.com.
8: When joint pain is getting in the way of your life, Community Health Network Orthopedic Specialty Care can help. Community specialists offer comprehensive care for every type of orthopedic issue. And our convenient locations and simple scheduling options make it easier to get the relief you need. Learn more at eCommunity.com ortho. Community Health Network. Exceptional care. Simply delivered.
2: Rising 15 stories above the city's wholesale district, the Hyatt Place Hyatt House Indianapolis downtown offers a modern and lively setting in the heart of the city within walking distance to the best attractions so you can enjoy your downtown experience to the fullest. Stop by the Pivot Bar and Balcony with exclusive outdoor dining and space to host your next private event. Enjoy a relaxing dinner or craft cocktail on the spacious outdoor patio. Call 317-762-2013 for more information and to make your reservation today. Tullamore Dew, authentic Irish whiskey. May your team be swift in their aim true. And may your whiskey always be Tullamore Dew. Glasses up to responsible drinking. Tullamore Dew, Irish whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume 80 proof. Copyright 2015. Imported by William Grant & Sons, Inc. New York, New York.
6: That's a way to
0: use your head. It's Soccer Saturday on The Fan.
2: Many
1: thanks to Brad Huber on the ones and twos. This is Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. I don't think there is a more passionate voice for his team in all of Major League Soccer radio. And, of course, he was doing this long before radio was cool, as in radio is cool now because of the Apple TV feature that gives you the home radio broadcast if you want it on most matches. He's been on this radio station before. But it's been a few years. you got to go back to the days of NBC Sports Radio. Remember that? Okay, maybe you don't. I, I'm a big fan of his work, and I'm thrilled he's joining us now. It's Dave Denholm, who's getting up early Pacific time to talk to us in the Eastern Time Zone. Dave, good morning. But you've been awake since 523, according to your Twitter feed,
6: Eastern Time. Is that right? Uh, yes. What's up, Ray? Good to talk to you, man. I'm actually in Columbus, obviously. Right. So, uh It's uh, Yeah, I was too excited to sleep, quite frankly. And it's not like I went to bed at like 6 (laughs) p.m. No chance. No chance. Too pumped, man.
1: Well, again, as you can tell, I'm a fan of your work. Where does that passion for this team and this sport come from?
6: Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's interesting. I guess growing up when I did, I'm probably a lot older than you, uh, you know, in the 70s and stuff in the Midwest, we just hated soccer for no reason. You know, we just were supposed to hate it. And uh, by the time the world cup came around in 94 here in the United States, I was already starting to get into the sport, but that really just sent me over the edge. You know, I just loved it being here. I wasn't able to attend a game live, but I just fell in love with the sport and I knew MLS was coming. That was part of the, the deal in us getting the world cup back then. So I just dove all in on MLS. Now I'm from Cleveland. Originally they didn't have a team ended up in LA working in sports talk radio for a couple of decades fell in love with the game, and uh, LAFC, you know, is a good match. They were right in my neighborhood where they were building a stadium, and the organization has just been top-notch from day one, and it's been an amazing ride. So it's just nothing but uh, good times, man. I love the sport. I love LAFC, I love MLS, and this is just a perfect day, really.
1: Well, uh, again, Dave Denholm joining us, radio voice of LAFC here on Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Much like Atlanta United, you guys hit the ground running and were a big deal in town and successful on the pitch immediately, and that helps explain a fan base. But seemingly, whether it's on the pitch or off, LAFC has gotten kind of every note right in in, in their brief existence why has the city fallen in love with that team so quickly and, and really kind of unrooting the galaxy who had been around since the original days of 1996?
6: Yeah, it's it's a great question, but it's it's a great observation on your point. They really have gotten so many things right. Now, nobody's 100%. Sure. Nobody's perfect, but, boy, they are as close as you can get in professional sports, especially building a team from the ground up. And credit to Atlanta, like you said, there's been a, some really good success stories of, Especially lately in MLS expansion, and we're one of them. But the ownership really just spoke to the fans, the fan base that they knew was going to be there. The thirty-two fifty-two had a, you know, obviously had their opinions on what they wanted, and the ownership really listened and really tried to incorporate uh, what the fans wanted from day one. And you know, I, I don't make light of it. Signing Carlos Vela was a big move, and it had to work out. And he's been a perfect signing on and off the pitch, so it's really working. I mean, business-wise, you know, on the field, of course, has been a success really from day one, and then we've got a chance now to duplicate what we did last season. Uh, It's it's really – it is an amazing success story, but it's not that surprising when you look at the ownership group and how they've gone about this.
1: Dave, if, if this year's final is anywhere as nuts as last year's final, oh, do you have a cardiologist or or paddles, if necessary, standing by for your broadcast?
6: Oh, sweet mercy. That was the most amazing game, no doubt. Uh, it's the best MLS game I've ever seen. I've been a fan of MLS since Eric Winalda curled it around the, the <laughs> goalkeeper there for uh, D.C. United on the first game uh, back in 96. And I have never seen anything like it. So, yeah, I honestly – I can't imagine it would live up to that hype as a game. But then again, Rake. when you look at these teams, this is a great matchup on paper. You know, it doesn't always play out that way, and we'll see how the weather may have uh, an effect. But, you know, these are great teams, these two. And I think it's a contrast of style, contrasting styles today, too. So it's really whoever kind of can really impose their will on this match that's going to win this one.
9: Frankly,
1: what the record is during the regular season is beyond irrelevant at this point. You're here. You're, yeah. you're in the championship match. 14-10-10. and 10. Again, the bar is high for LAFC. What were some of the struggles during the regular season and how has that been rectified to get to this point?
6: Well, they keep adding on to their record of how many games they've played as an MLS club in one season. So I think that's been a big factor. There was a lot of uh, weeks where we had three. Games, of course, you know? I mean, it was, it was just, it was insane the schedule, and you know that's fine. They're professional athletes; they they understand that. But it still took its toll, and there were just there were just games. And I look, I go back to the two games against the Houston Dynamo in June. No disrespect to the Dynamo; they're a fabulous season, and they're really uh, you know building something there. And they destroyed us in the first game of those two games, and then beat us at our place just three or four days later but we were just dead on our feet, you know, and it just, you saw that in the Western Conference final, then Houston just couldn't keep up with us on our home turf, but it, it was a lot of, I mean, over 50 games. Of course, this will be the final game of the season, and it's just been a long run, and there were three and, you know, three-game losing streaks, which were just unheard of, really, under Steve the in 2022, so, yeah, long season, but as you said, this is when it matters. And, you know, the more rest that LAFC have gotten lately, it just shows, it shows on their performances of late.
1: Dave Denholm, radio voice, LAFC joining us here on soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5. The fan, you referenced Carlos Vela as kind of the, the linchpin, the foundational piece of this team. I know there are some question marks about his future. Is this his last game in the black and gold?
6: You know, honestly, I'm not trying to, to hide it, but nobody knows. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm not even sure the team and Carlos know right now. I do think they're really focused on this, but of course they, they have an eye to the future, both sides of that. Uh, genuinely, the team loves what Carlos Vela has brought. Why wouldn't you? And I really believe Carlos Vela loves Los Angeles and loves LAFC. Again, business wise, you know, that has to step into, he's going to be 35 in March right around when the season starts so you know it, it is a business and who knows maybe his family will make other decisions as well but it, there's no love like there's no animosity or anything that will happen if this you know if this this is his last game he is going to be beloved he may well be the greatest signing lafc ever had, right frankly for what he's done with this organization from day one so There'll be nothing but love for Carlos Vela, regardless of what the future holds.
1: I'm going to ask you one more question and let you go because I've heard your calls. You need all the voice you can get if this one is a <laughs> three hour marathon. Um, and, and, and again, I, I, I look, I, I'm happy every time I'm flipping by Sirius XM 157 and I go, hey, I know I'm going to get a good call uh, when Thank I'm you. listening Thank to Dave said. broadcast the match. And and I asked this. We had Jonathan Smith, I'm sure you know from Columbus, on earlier in the show. And we talked mm-hmm. about the, the Columbus Cincinnati rivalry. So, being being a Clevelander,
6: how you feel about Columbus, Ohio? Yeah, you know, I mean, certainly I, I sports hate Cincinnati a lot more. just because <laughs> right. of The Browns and Bengals and Reds and the Guardians and just a little bit more rivalry there. Columbus, we kind of, we don't look down on Columbus by any means, but it's not, there's really not competition, you know what I mean? that sense, right. I mean, everybody loves the Buckeyes, you know, in Cleveland there's so many Buckeyes up there and we all love Ohio State, so it's it's not kind of the rivalry, certainly not the Columbus-Cincinnati rivalry with MLS now, just firing that up and igniting that. Everybody hates Cincinnati and Ohio, though. We can all <laughs> get behind that.
2: That's,
6: that's, I mean, thank goodness FC Cincinnati took it on the chin. Everybody, nobody likes Cincinnati, so we can all we can all root for that. And look, my first ever MLS game that I went to live in 1996 was Columbus Crew at the old, old Buckeye Stadium, yeah. Ohio Stadium. And, you know, there, there was probably... Twenty-five. I mean, it was a good crowd, but it looked like nobody because, of course, the size of that stadium at the time. And boy, how this league has grown. And you go to lower.com field, Greg, I don't know if you've been here. I've been here, yeah. Holy cow. Wow, what a stadium. And it gets so loud there. I mean, this game is going to rock today. It really is.
1: And your call will be majestic, I am sure. Dave, thank you so much for the time. Really appreciate meeting you kind of over the phone, so to speak, forward to meeting you in person at some time down the road. Have a great day and a great holiday season.
6: Break anytime. time. Thank you, buddy.
1: You got it. Dave Denholm, again, the radio voice of LAFC. That's a new friend, a longstanding friend, Devin Kerr. Of course, he's had LAFC and Columbus Crew a bunch this year for Major League Soccer and Apple TV and Fox Sports. And last night, he was in Louisville. He still is as of this morning because he had the College Cup for ESPN. He'll be our closer next. Soccer Saturday, 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan.
4: Made fresh, just for you. Penn Station sizzling Hot Grilled Subs served on their famous fresh-baked bread, awesome fresh-cut fries, and fresh-squeezed lemonade. That's an unbeatable flavor trio, because at Penn Station East Coast Subs, they grill, they fry, they bake. Order online, order by phone, or dine in at a Penn Station restaurant today. Penn Station, it's all about good taste.
2: At Johnson Controls, they transform the environments where people live, work, learn, and play. The places and spaces that are the backdrop to the biggest moments in your life. Delivering more efficient workplaces, better patient outcomes, safer learning environments, and enhanced fan and passenger experiences. They provide the building technology, solutions, and expertise to power your mission. Johnson Controls.
3: When you're dealing with a sports injury, getting back out there is the first thing on your mind. We know the feeling. Our sports medicine team cares for thousands of student-athletes across central Indiana. In addition to physicians and athletic trainers, you'll have access to experts in physical therapy, imaging, and more. And with convenient locations near you, we help make healing as simple as possible. Learn more at ecommunity.com sports. Community Health Network. Exceptional care. Simply delivered.
0: Meet Kate.
3: Okay, I'll send that report.
0: Kate juggles a lot working from home. At Indiana Members Credit Union, we know Kate. We know she needs more room. We're here to help Kate and you by offering a special low intro rate on an IMCU home equity line of credit. Today, it's all about Kate. Tomorrow, it's all about you. Because at IMCU, it's you that matters. Subject to credit approval, IMCU is an equal housing lender and federally insured by the NCUA. Learn more at IMCU.com.
2: Who appreciates the value of an Ivy Tech Community College Associate Degree? It starts with more than 20 Indiana colleges and universities who have partnered with Ivy Tech in a guaranteed admissions program, or the 70,000 students who earn college credit while still in high school, or the more than 1,500 nurses who launch their careers from Ivy Tech each year. But the real value lies in the better life an Ivy Tech degree makes possible. Ivy Tech is your pathway to a better tomorrow. Get started today at ivtech.edu. Rising 15 stories above the city's wholesale district, the Hyatt Place Hyatt House Indianapolis downtown offers a modern and lively setting in the heart of the city within walking distance to the best attractions so you can enjoy your downtown experience to the fullest. Stop by the Pivot Bar and Balcony with exclusive outdoor dining and space to host your next private event. Enjoy a relaxing dinner or craft cocktail on the spacious outdoor patio. Call 317-762-2013 for more information and to make your reservation today
0: that's a way to use your head it's soccer saturday
1: on the fan thanks to brad huber on the ones and twos from our new digs here at 93.5 and 107.5 the fan let's not dilly dally because we're up against it time wise Devin kerr i booked you on a show with aiden stanley jonathan t-bone smith and dave denholm how am i doing for a guest list today
9: Oh, my goodness. Aiden Stanley's my guy. I love that kid, man.
1: Well, Aiden Stanley is our guy now, so tell Indy 11 fans what they're going to get with Aiden Stanley representing the boys in blue for the first time.
9: First of all, a competitive attitude like I've never seen. uh, You know, the willingness to just win. He's got the understanding from a very young age that he wants to be a pro at a very high level. We've seen him do it at the academy level as an academy player in pro, playing for St. Louis FC, then into the collegiate level and and now he's done it both MLS and USL. Can understand a four-back system, a three-back system, play him as a center back, a wing back, an outside back. Great distribution off his left foot. And again, to me, it's the mental side of the game that I love the most. The All right, so
1: so Aiden Stanley, we've seen him play, and obviously you say good things about him. The big question is, who's he going to play for? Because obviously about 10 days ago, a lot of us got thrown a curveball when the Indy 11 and Mark Lowry announced they were parting company. Uh, just how much of a shock was that to you, that news that broke early last week?
9: I would say that given what I had heard recently – it was a bit more surprising. There were rumors mid season and even closer to three quarters of the way through that some unpleasantries behind the scenes that's on both sides to be fair. Yep. And th- then it kind of solidified itself that, Hey, at least from what I'd heard that Mark's here to stay, this is going to be a growing process again. And, and they're back on track. So I was a bit taken back. Now the other side of that is, is l- let's be very clear. The ownership group has aspirations that are very, very high. And although things turned a corner, so to say, for Indy towards the tail end of the season, I think everybody can step back and look at the roster build and just say that wasn't good enough. I'd I'd be the first one to admit that for sure, because with the personnel that was there, it just took too long to click. And my guess is there's probably a fear there that that's the type of excuse that could be used again. Again, that's not a knock on Mark Lowry whatsoever. I don't necessarily agree with all of the personnel choices but that that's the beauty of a head coach you he has a, a good way that he likes to play i respect it and sometimes things just don't go your way that was certainly the case early on for indy 11 in 2023
1: so just how attractive of a job is this when we had greg strum on last week i think the report was it took two days to get kind of triple digit inquiries about the job how attractive of a job opening is the indy 11
9: Uh, I'm I'm not even involved in the process and my phone's blowing up about it every single day. Honestly, it's pretty crazy, Craig. I mean, I would probably put it given those expectations and aspirations that I talked about by the ownership group reminder that you've got the stadium that's in the works as well. You know, I'd put it right up there. You're looking at a Louisville job, a Tampa Bay Rowdies job, a Phoenix rising job, certainly what has been built in San Antonio, top five, top seven in the league. You know, there's a good budget there. The fan base It's easy to understand how much they care because the lineage and history of soccer runs so deep. I can tell you this, if I was at the coaching level, I'd certainly be interested in it myself.
1: We, maybe maybe this is the latest inquiry into the job. No, Debbie, no,
9: no, 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 no. I got enough problems. You got like 39 <laughs>
1: jobs as it is now. Um, and, and so let's talk about what is the primary day job for you, covering all things Major League Soccer, Apple TV and Fox. You are like three and a half hours away from the site of the MLS Cup final, um, where you're joining us from this morning. So I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't ask for a quick thought on LAFC Columbus Crew.
9: Oh, this is a tough one. It really is. You know, it's, it's two teams that have had really weird years. And I say that because everybody crowned this LAFC team early on in the season as what could be the greatest organization of all time. And they're going to win the regular season. And they're going to win Champions League. And you know what? They're going to win MLS Cup as well. They're going to win the treble. Well, they only have the argument to do one of those. They came out of the gate so strong. Their year went long last year. You know, it, it started early this year because of the Club World Cup and they felt like they hit their stride early on. I would agree with that. And then fixture congestion just caused the team to slow down. They were playing a game every 3.6 days at one point in time, Mm. but they still have a ton of depth. They're one of the best attacking teams in the league, in the country, certainly in North America. And uh, Denny Bawanga playing up top, Carlos Vela, a midfield, um, with Elie holding down on the underside. You've gotten your goalkeeper back. You know, John McCarthy did a really, really good job, but Maxime Carrepo is certainly the one. And, and then you've got veterans like Chiellini on the back line that have seen everything, including World Cup titles. So they have everything to go and win another title. Do they do it back-to-back? I'm not so sure this year. To go to Lower.com Field against the Columbus Crew and a Wilfred Nancy team that they didn't start fast, like LAFC, they had their ups and downs, but they are, out of every team that I've seen this season, if I could pick three or four, They're in that conversation that I would point to very expansive a play of who could go and win a title, still locked down defensively, had to rotate a ton of players due to injury. The attacking team is insane. And reminder for anyone that doesn't follow this on a regular basis. They got rid of one of the best attacking players in MLS, who was the MLS Cup MVP just a couple of years ago in 2020. And Lucas Seller, Ryan, when they won it. They said, you know what? We're going to make some money here. We're going to go another direction. And kind of ironic that they picked up a former LAFC player in Diego Rossi who fit right into that square hole and they didn't miss a beat on that attacking front. I don't know who takes it down, but I do have a a friendly little wager with a friend, we'll put it that way, that maybe dinner might be on the line.
1: All right, speaking of dinner, I've got 25 seconds. What are we doing later this evening?
9: Oh, my goodness. How long is the Uber ride? Tell me, where are we going?
1: (laughs) (laughs) We will continue this conversation off the air, my friend. I'm looking forward to breaking bread with you at some point in time today or tomorrow. Thanks for ending the show on such a great note, buddy. Well, I'll, I'll
9: literally see you soon. Cheers, brother. I love that. All the best, my man.
1: Devin Kerr, he is in Louisville, and we have talked about this for years. We're like, dude, we have to like get together at some point in time because me, he, Watts, Watts, and I used to see each other because his usual USL television partner, Mike, is the preseason voice of the Bengals. So once a year, we get to have our little USL championship reunion. I'd like to keep talking, but for as good as I feel about the Indy 11 right now, Pat Boylan feels even better about the Pacers, and he is standing by. Pacers Weekly comes your way next. 93.5, The Fan.
4: As the highest performing national contractor of excellence, Gaylor Electric offers complete design-build electrical construction and 24-7 on-demand electrical support. Recognized by many world-renowned companies as one of the most forward-thinking organizations in the industry, Gaylor Electric delivers consistent excellence in innovation and quality to the customers we serve. Visit Gaylord.com to find out what it's like to rely on Gaylord Electric.
2: Experience exclusive living at the Olivia Luxury Residences and Shops. From modern high-end finishes to a luxurious amenities center, elevated pool, and aqua lounge, no detail is overlooked in the Olivia Luxury apartment residences. Step outside and enjoy great food at Bar Louis, Verde Cantina, Rosie's Cafe, or Sugar Creek Winery the olivia is walking distance from the monon trail and carmel's arts and design district call 317-660-2400 to schedule a tour at the olivia apartments today
4: head to court furniture clearance center for up to 70 percent off new retail prices stock is updated regularly so you never know what kind of treasures you'll find they offer a wide variety of stylish furniture for any budget and every piece is court certified so you can let your personality show in every room Mention Radio 20 and get 20% off any item in the store near I-65 and Lafayette Road. Online at court.com. Refresh your home with stylish finds from Court Furniture Clearance Center.
8: When joint pain is getting in the way of your life, Community Health Network Orthopedic Specialty Care can help. Community specialists offer comprehensive care for every type of orthopedic issue and our convenient locations and simple scheduling options make it easier to get the relief you need. Learn more at ecommunity.com slash ortho. Community Health Network. Exceptional care, simply delivered.
2: The goal isn't graduation day. The goal is a better every day after. It's the first day in your new career, your first pay raise, the fifth day of that week-long vacation. It's the first paid holiday home with your family, or the day of your last car payment, much sooner than you thought. At Ivy Tech Community College, they don't just care about your degree, they care about your life. Ivy Tech can get you where you want to go. Get started at ivytech.edu. At Johnson Controls, they transform the environments where people live, work, learn, and play. The places and spaces that are the backdrop to the biggest moments in your life. Delivering more efficient workplaces, better patient outcomes, safer learning environments, and enhanced fan and passenger experiences. They provide the building technology, solutions, and expertise to power your mission. Johnson Controls.